Welcome back to This Week in Crime, presented by the World on Drugs podcast with me, your host, Steve Fury. And guess what, folks? We got another, let me hear it, banger on our hands this week, all about just fucking robbery, dude. We're heisting banks with some old motherfuckers in Arizona. So if you are popping in Arizona, you're going to love this one. And if you're old, you're going to love this one because, I mean, we got guys that are 98, I think. They're at least over 70. I think we got a few over 70. Would you rob more banks if you were 70? Me? Maybe one? What really is going to blow me away about this podcast is the small amount of money that people rob banks for. You know, we're all thinking, you know, we're all Clive Owen, you know, braiding not braiding, barricading himself into the into into a bathroom office area, building bricks, sitting in there, pooping in a bucket for a couple days, walking out with a cool hundred million. That's not what they do these days, folks. These days, what they do is they send you, give you a note and says this is a robbery. Then they run with like five grand, and then they do that over and over again, and then they get caught and go to jail for a long time. Still kind of cool, I guess. You know, it's federally insured. People always go, you know, I've seen a lot of things, you know, I guess it's your taxes are going to pay for it anyway. But also, fuck a bank. If you can get away with it, do it. (sighs) I want to give a shout out to Comedy Store Records, John Sosa's Tony Gidley. And also my guy, my co-producer, my numero uno doctor, Joe Hassel. Also, shout out to West Coast Gardens. Guys, this is the best goddamn weed I've ever smoked. I've been smoking it nonstop. I don't even feel like I'm alive anymore. I'm on some kind of ethereal plane in between existing and non-existing where the only time in your life you can find perfect bliss. Sure, you could get married. Sure, you could have a kid. But that's gay. Oh, they probably didn't want me to say that in their sponsor read. But it's not a read. It's just the way I feel. Because I'm actually not reading anything. That's why I said it was gay to get married to a woman. But I think we all know that that is just an absurdist thing to say. And it was just a joke. What have I been up to? If you know my guest, you know him well. If you know me, his name is Saul Trajillo. Saul Trajillo. One of my best buds. This is another fantastic episode. God, what have I been up to, man? I was just in Mammoth and Bishop, California. Okay, so let's explain this to folks. If you're in Northern California, a little bit like Tahoe. If you're in other parts of the country, you don't got this. I've driven there. I've been around. It's so, okay, let's just go first. So the drive there was always very funny because they go, hey, it's going to be beautiful, beautiful drive. And it is last hour and a half because the rest of it, you go through Palmdale, not that great. Lancaster, could have been better. Then you go into the town of Mojave. My God, is methamphetamine the mayor there? Then you keep going, and then there's a stretch. Oh, my God. I went into the weirdest, 
liquor store gas station I've ever seen to the part to the point where it's like you know you think hey is this a front I I think it's I think it'd be absurd for you to not think it was a front number one no lights on okay um just a guy out front on a cell phone or on a, on a, on a landline like what I didn't even know would you go back in time to Radio Shack to pick up one of those bad boys what are you doing here champ Get inside, man to the left, abruptly wakes, and this is the oldest man I've ever seen. He was, de- I thought he was General E. Lee, didn't really know, but he had some, definitely had some E. Lee vibes, okay? We walk in, he shoots up from a man who was sleeping face down on a plastic table. Once again, not a bar, once again, not a bus stop. Just an old man asleep at a table in a gas station. Once again, not like a not like a Baja Fresh. You ever go to a gas station? You got a little be little little Baja Fresh for that ass? No, 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 no. There's no subway. There's no food here. Okay. Also, we come in here. There's only one of everything. You know, there's you ever seen one of the one dollar store? This is just a one of everything store. You want a bag of chips? We got one. You want candy? Good luck finding it. So I go in there. I get a Gatorade. I don't know how old it is, but it has Chris Jenner on the front. No, that's not who it is. Who is the? Who is the? Ah, that joke would have been great if I would have got the guy who turned into Caitlyn Jenner. But I'm not old, and I don't care about swimming in the '70s, so I don't know it. That's why, folks, get with it. So it has. Caitlyn Jenner before picture on it. Get it? It's that old. Okay, whatever. Go inside there. I stand at the register for, I don't know, I would say six minutes until I find out the man on the landline out front. It works there. Before we do that, we decide to go pee, right? Because, hey, when in Paris. Paris, California, shit. Um, No, I'm kidding. Uh, So then I go, I don't know where this place was. It was in between. It was right outside of Death Valley. So, you know, real estate's popping out there. Go to the bathroom, walk, walk, patch, walk past a little little wall of patches. Like, oh, what a cute little thing you guys do, patches. First thing I notice, SS symbol. Interesting. Starting off with a banger, bud. Swatsika, Swatsika. Don't tread on me. Yeesh. Yeesh. Okay, go to the bathroom. Pull out my wiener, feeling weird. Pee into the urinal. Urinal. No piping. As in, I peed into the urinal, and then the pee-pee went on to the ground-ground. And you, well, Steve, what kind of shoe are you wearing? I was flipping and flopping, folks. You never want the pee-pee to go in the ground-round when you're flipping and you're flopping. Okay? We know that. We read the rainbow box. We we got, what, what, I'm supposed to open the bottom of my beer with my reefs while they're covered in pee-pee? From the ground ground? No. You're not supposed to do that. So I'm walking out, leaving a trail of human waste. Past patches for human waste. I go out there. Old man, already asleep again. He, that guy. You'll pass out on you real quick. Leave. Get into the car. Head up to Bishop, California. You know, ride's still pretty bad for a while. Then we get into Lone Tree. Could have done two trees. Get what I did there. Added another tree. Hopefully that one's there for the folks out there that might enjoy that. Then we get to Bishop, California. 
Um, we the hotel wasn't that bad. Get to the show. It's in the it's in a steak restaurant in a bowling alley. Odd combination, but I will say this: fantastic food. And you know what? The show was what it was. Not bad, but I've done so many Central Valley bar bowling alley shows when you come up. Um, and what does that mean? What is it? it means that someone who normally doesn't put on a comedy show puts on a comedy show. So, and also it's when you go into a small town, they're all friends. So it's like telling jokes at a eighth grade PE class, you know, everyone's trying to make everybody else laugh. And that's really all it is. So you're just debate. You're just fighting with these people. There's drunk people that all know each other. So when one guy in the corner goes, Bro, well, I don't know what the titties look good. Everyone, <laughs> fucking Tito over there still giving him hell. So there's a few Titos in there. I battled for 40 minutes, got off stage, had a prime rib the size of a history book. Fantastic. Good job there, folks. I, you know, my girl's a vegetarian, so I don't really get to eat prime rib that much and when you get a prime rib number one medium rare if you say anything else i'll come over to your house and i'll kick you in your butthole and i will wear very pointy shoes all like a rumpelstiltskin or a, or a head elf you know like the one in charge of the toys and i'm gonna you're gonna hear that for getting a prime rib anything other than medium rare eat that um I like sometimes, you know, and I, okay, if there's a gig I'm not super excited about, most of the time I'll try to have a couple drinks before. Best Steve, I would say Four Beer Steve is uh, proper running, you know, like if you want your, you know, that's where you get your oil up to that little line, right at that little line, everything's going smooth, Four Beer Steve. And when I go out somewhere like, you know, Sometimes I'll, I'll do, if you know me, I'll do the Steve Fury drink that is half tequila, half soda water with three limes. It's the Steve Fury, kind of a skinny girl marg, if you know what I'm talking about, but also a drunken skinny girl marg. So instead of just starting off with one of those, sometimes I'll get a margarita. So, ah, but right when I got it, I noticed they used the pre-fucking, that pre-mix, that devilish Ninja Turtle ooze colored premix. Oh my god, that's gross. So I pound about six of those. And once the shows are show went great. So I'm pounding them and then and then the owner, he's very into the show, so he just let us kinda of have free reign over his bowling alley. So that I was smashing these Ninja Turtle ooze garbage pail kid piss drinks while I was just bowling my dick off and I'm chucking it folks a lot of people go go bowling is for hitting the pins not I not me an American a man born here man raised here me I'm here for the speed if I'm not racking 25 to 30 miles per hour on that bowl I ain't bowling I'm bullshitting around folks so me I'm Hucking this fucking thing. And I'm taking holes out. Taking holes out of the ceiling. Taking holes out of the pins. The pins destroyed. One man tried to get in there. Put a hole through him. Like Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson getting a hole through him. But he took a fucking cannonball that he got. No, but I do like to throw it pretty hard and straight. Um, I did okay. I think I got like second every time. 
but I don't really care if I lose a little stupid fucking game of Bishop California. I just don't. Is it is yawning bad on a podcast? Ah, uh, you know, probably. I don't think they suggest that, but also enjoy that. If you just yawned, because I yawned, then you then it's kind of like a little bond we got, you know. But did we ever met? No. But did we influence each other? Probably not either. But you did yawn, so that's pretty cool. That was the first night show. Second night had to go up to Mammoth, California, about an hour and a half north. Wow, beautiful place. That was truly breathtaking. If I could suggest anywhere, I would say go to there. Definitely a lot different than Tahoe, where Tahoe is built around one large lake. Mammoth is a bunch of little lakes. A little slower. Definitely more uppity. Definitely more uppity. These people. It was like a wine fest up there. So it was just like... Not my crew. A bunch of older white people drinking wine and like fucking Chico's dresses and fucking... Tommy Bahama shirts. But, you know, whatever. Show was atrocious. Uh, the venue did not give a fuck about it. And it really gets to, gets to show you how much, when you do these little small rooms that are uh, not illustrious whatsoever, it matters if the place wants them to be there. Because um, it was evident Bishop wanted them to be there. When I came there, it's funny, it's my face is everywhere in this bowling alley. I mean everywhere. And owner loved the show and show was packed and show was great he definitely got their money's worth i got a prime rib and decent amount of money and we go up to mammoth go around all day and i, I just couldn't suggest mammoth more it's a pretty far drive about the same from northern california and southern california but golly man and you know my friends are always trying to go to the joshua tree let's go to the joshua tree let me tell you folks you know what's better than the desert anything else I've got already a joke about this, but folks, trees, water, what are we doing? The stars. The stars are just as good as the fucking mountains, dog. So don't do the show. No flyer up. We have to bark to get people down there. It's in a basement, four giant poles in the basement. They're not poles. I would say more like someone reconstructed the Twin Towers, only made four of them, and bigger so no one's seeing. I'm having to move around. Lighting from the top because I'm playing in front of a dartboard. So I look a thousand years old. I, I The shadows on my tits are, some would say, breathtaking. Um, definitely, you know, someone needed to take a picture of that and maybe send it to the Louvre because I looked like shite. And the funniest one was the guy in front of me. Dudes in front of me went up. Very great. Fun guys. Um, two of the comics did do school shooting jokes back to <laughs> back, to back, which is hilarious. They're great guys, very funny. But you know, when you do comedy long enough, you know when you go to this little town, and everyone's got "Don't Tread on Me" shit stickers and NRA hats, and you do the school shooting thing, no matter how much their political views may be aiding two school shootings due to the. Uh, Easy gun laws, which, you know, I'm not, whatever. They don't want to be reminded about it at a show. So, two comics in a row, school shooting jokes. Second guy, bombed harder than anyone I've seen in a very long time. Uh, he got the flop sweats on stage. Had a, he apologizes to me afterwards. It was pretty funny. And um, 
Yeah, I think people should be able to have guns. I just think you just got to get tested first, you know. I think if I want a bazooka, I should be able to go through the things that gets me a bazooka. But if you're not physically fit or not physically fit, no, I'm definitely not physically fit. If I was physically fit, probably wouldn't need a gun. I would go chase a deer with a knife or a bow. Just get, well, who cares? You guys don't need me. I just, you know, maybe just see if this person's fit for a gun and then make them get, allow them to have a gun. No one cares what I think. I'm a comedian. I am a monkey with a tambourine banging them in the darkness. Get done with that show. Drive back. That was nice. Other than that, folks, that's been my week. This week, you know, guys, keep auction art. September 1 through 4. Come out. If you're anywhere near. If you want to do something for your boy, come out to auction art. Bring five to 600 friends. And let's sell it out. Other than that, thank you, West Coast Gardens. Best weed I've ever had. Shout out to Comedy Store Records. John Sosis, Tony Gidley, my man Joe Hofswell. Guys, this week my guest is Saul Trujillo. And we're talking a lot of shit about a lot of crimes. Check this one out. Hopefully you guys enjoy. This Week in Crime, a Wad Pod Presents podcast with your boy, Stephen Fury. Bye. And we're back. Episode 2 of the new This Week in Crime World on Drugs podcast with my guy, Saul Trio. Yeah. And we're getting our dicks right back in. We're mushing our dicks all over these Phoenix men sentenced to 40 months for six Valley Bank robberies. That's impressive. Yeah, dude. They That's all kind of got a lot. That's a run. Going 6-0 and for 40 months? That's a run. And it's just, it's when you trick up. You know, you, you fucking trip up. Yeah. And you get fucked. You lose the belt. Mm-hmm. One slip of the chin. That sucks. Phoenix, Arizona. Last week, um, probably not last week anymore. This is probably, let me, check, let me check a date real quick. Quite a while ago. Oh, so this is about a year. Couple, it was about a year, a year ago. About a year ago. Sorry. About a year ago. But last week, Anthony Medina, 36, of Phoenix, Arizona, was sentenced. Okay, this is about two months ago, but he just got sentenced. Okay. By United States District Judge John J. Tucci. Hey, little Tucci. What's well, Lil Wayne? Gucci, dude. 240 months in prison. What if Lil Wayne was your judge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Life in prison. 40 months. <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be like some kind of joke, you know. 40 months like the 40 in my pocket. Ah. <laughs> metaphors? Yeah, shit. yeah, just a lot of metaphors. <laughs> Medina previously pleaded guilty to two counts of bank robbery. Medina was also ordered to pay full restitution for losses sustained during the six bank robberies how do they expect him to do that he's like you can't stop tell me to stop robbing banks that's all i know how to do yeah and then i got the money yeah (laughs) let me go to a different county real quick (laughs) just don't look at me at tucson don't look at tucson banks for a while and i'll get that money back they're like we don't care how you get it go fuck tucson up (laughs) over the course of two months in 2021 medina committed six bank robberies he stole money from branches in phoenix of chase bank Desert Financial Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Wells Fargo Bank. Medina was apprehended after fleeing the scene of the sixth robbery. Medina committed the robberies to obtain money to purchase fentanyl and methamphetamines. What a thing to drive you, huh? That's how strong it is. Yeah, he picked the two worst ones, too, you know? It's like, ah, fuck, I'm addicted to heroin and coke, and this guy's like fentanyl and meth. Well, he likes the fentanyl, but he doesn't want to go to sleep, so he does the meth. Yep. 
and he does the math to rob banks so he can give fentanyl. It's a fucking whole cycle. So mm. it's like, you know, they, they always say, what was that? The speedball? That's how Chris Farley died and everybody? That was coke Belushi. and heroin. Yeah. Belushi. What's meth and fentanyl? I mean, it's a version of the speedball. It's, it's yeah. upper and a downer at the same time. Yeah, it's a, yeah you know, I would, I would go like under a freeway ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Under a freeway ball is great. That's a solid. A bridge ball? A bridge ball, yeah. It's like yeah. a bridge ball. A bridge ball is solid. <laughs> this guy was so desperate for methamphetamine that he robbed multiple fucking banks. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that. What would you be so desperate for? So let's say we're going to rob one bank, and in return, we don't really get that much money, but we get five years of tour improv dates sold out every venue. Or what's the worst thing you would do to have five years of a sold-out tour at Improv, so like 500 seaters? I'd probably rob a bank. You'd rob a bank? I'd rob a bank, yeah. I would definitely rob a person. Easy. Yeah. Would you give one kid cancer? Ooh. What if he's ugly? One ugly kid cancer for five years of a tour. I mean, hold on. Both parents? He's got both parents? or what? He's got both parents, and we didn't say what kind of cancer. You know, maybe it was just like a skin lesion. Still fucked up. The skin lesion cancer might make him he's be better looking. Yeah, he I mean? might get like some cut out, his face stretched. All right, that's a horrible thing. We probably don't even need to go in. Oh, I was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> we keep going. All right. Uh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. I might do it. Yeah, you might do it. Let me get a beer real quick. Keep talking. I was gonna say I might not murder someone, but witness a murder. I'll cuck a murder. Like if some guy was like, some guy was like, you gotta watch me strangle this guy. I'll go five years. Five years, yeah, yeah. Five years, right? Of improv and like feature feature money, we're talking. They're like, oh, you're headlining. Headlining? Yeah, you're headlining. Ooh. Sold out Here's hey, the thing. Headlining sold out improvs. Oof, I'd put the I'd put Making the blade like against someone's neck, but then think about it, I'll go, ooh, you're so lucky. I'm yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd cut yeah, I'd cuck a murder. I'd watch someone like if some guy was like, you gotta watch murder. I'm like, all right. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I would watch someone die. <laughs> <laughs> You can clip that up. You can put God, that up. That'll so be a clip. Funny. So it I got would. hella quiet. And I said, yeah, because it, it was too real. I'd watch someone, I'd watch someone die. die to make my career work. <laughs> oh, shit. And we're still in Phoenix, baby. A man is in custody after he allegedly admitted to robbing six Arizona banks over the past month. Um, number one, banks are not safe in Phoenix, we've learned. It's hot. It's hot. People are angry. God, that's got a good uh, cartel connection. People are on drugs. That's a, I mean, that takes a lot of effort to be that, to the rob a bank in that humidity, like the, the dry heat. Yeah, the, the dry heat, yeah. It's just so hot. Yeah, you're like inside the bank. You're like, I'm no fucking, then you step outside and it's too hot. You're like, I'm just actually going to hang out in the bank for like 15 more minutes because it's too fucking hot to walk They won't outside. be able to tell if you're nervous, like if you're, you know, because you're, you're sweating. sweating. <laughs> <laughs> He's just regular sweating. He's He's not, just, yeah. yeah. It's just Phoenix hair sweating. Banks are not safe in Phoenix, Arizona. What would be a better place to keep your money than a bank in Phoenix? Mm, probably under my pillow. Under your pillow? Yeah. yeah. I'd go the dragon and the hobbit. <laughs> a kitchen disposal. Yeah, in yeah. In my pockets. And your pockets. Yeah. Way better. Yeah, because it, it just feels like they don't have a good track record. No. If they're very robbable, you're over here getting robbed. Because it's not saying how much he got it. He robbed it six times. Mm -hmm. It's not saying what he came up with. Like, how many times? Like, he got like $300 the third time. I bet he probably got around five to 10 for each one. So he did maybe 60 grand to rob six banks. That's a lot of meth. That's a lot all. of meth. I mean, I don't know if this guy. Oh, no, this guy's fantastic. Ooh. You'll love him. James, his name is James Patterson. 
Okay. Um, the reason he told police that he was robbing these banks was he was trying to pay off a debt owed to a Mexican cartel. Whoa. That's a movie. Yeah. That's a fucking movie, isn't that's it? That's a movie. You got, that's such a good movie. You gotta rob the banks because a cartel is after you. I find out in a little while uh, he's just kind of a method. Jeffrey Patterson, 45, is facing charges stemming from robberies at six Arizona banks as well as two Nevada banks. Damn, this motherfucker had eight, according to the FBI. No one was physically injured during the bank robberies. The first robbery occurred on February 4th at a Wells Fargo bank in Scottsdale, Arizona. Below are the banks Patterson admitted to robbing in Arizona, according to the FBI. On February 4th, 2021, Wells Fargo Bank in Scottsdale. February 10th. Damn, this motherfucker's waiting a week. February 10th, 2021, Chase Bank in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. February 16th, 2021, Chase Bank, Tempe, Arizona. February 18th, 2021, Wells Fargo Bank, Chandler, Arizona. February 19th, 2021, National Bank of Arizona, Tucson, Arizona. This guy's on drugs. This guy's on fucking drugs. There's no way. Bro, spread it out, dog. Nah, he's, he's not. He's like smoking. I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, if you smoke crystal meth, you've been up for three days. You're like, it's been long enough, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In March 2nd, 2021, Chase Bank in Phoenix, Arizona. Jesus Christ. No repeat offenders, though. At least he knows well enough to, like, not go back to the yeah. same place. A lot of people do go back to the same place. Why? Why? It tasted good the first time? You're like, <laughs> I gotta go back, man. That was pretty good. <laughs> Hopefully they didn't learn anything. According to the criminal complaint, at the first robbery, Patterson handed a bank teller a demand note for... F- $5,300, which mentioned the suspect's family and the cartel. Essentially, he sent them a note that said, the cartel's trying to kill my family. Oh, we're actually going to get on the next one. But that's what he's saying, right? At the second robbery, Patterson allegedly handed a note to the teller that said, I owe $9,300 to a Mexican cartel. They want it tomorrow, or my wife and son will die. This is not a game, and I am desperate. Loose bills, no bands, no die packs. If they don't get the money, everyone will die. Please help me. Sound the alarm once I leave. Once I deliver the money, I will turn myself in. I want to save my family. The money now. You have 20 seconds of me staying nice. Then I get angry. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so sounds pretty good until he does it five more times. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and each time he asks for more money. He's like one of those deaf guys who comes in and they're like, they're like I am deaf. Please buy this pencil. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that like, uh, yeah. plea visor? You're like, no, you're not deaf. There's no way. <laughs> you start clicking around. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Okay, the money's getting higher, but also love this plan. What is something you'd put on your note to get someone sad or just easily give you money? I mean, I don't know if I'd be that elaborate with it. I'd probably go, my wife has titty cancer or something. You know, at Ida uh, John Kewitt. You know, yeah. my, my son needs a heart transplant, mm-hmm. and they, you know, the doctors, are, I need $10,700, but yeah. he just keeps going up with random yeah. amount of money. Mm-hmm. Does he think that changing the amount is just like, or else they'll catch on? I think he started upping it because he got away with each one, and he was just like, I'm just going to Got cocky, money. man. Yeah, get cocky. Get cocky. I also love the idea of the John Q one, the first place you go, and you're like, he needs a heart. Six more later, you're like, a big toe? I don't know what he needs. He's got... <laughs> Just needs help. Give me more money. I got a bionic son. Yeah, my grandma's dead. What? <laughs> my grandma's it's like when you call into work every time, you're like, how many grandmas does this fool have, man? <laughs> Similar notes were produced at the other Arizona banks, and Patterson robbed them all for a total of 30 grand. So he's getting about five grand a bank. Yo. Got greedy, though, man. 
Love that he keeps upping the money that the car wants. Oh, yeah, the car also wanted me. <laughs> I love that he keeps upping the money that the car wants. I feel like he started just adding other things in notes. He's like, oh, yeah, the, also the cartel wanted me to see your tits. And uh, <laughs> you give me a little bit of a blow, Jay. It's the cartel. It's not me, I promise. Put him against the glass. The cartel said it. He said, put him against the glass. Mush him. Mush him together. Got any food back there? Cartel's hungry. <laughs> Investigators found Patterson on March 2nd and followed him when he robbed a Chase Bank on North Cave Creek Road in Phoenix that day. After the robbery, Patterson stopped at a discount tire co. Investigators took him into custody. This is where I want to get yeah. arrested, where I started this journey at a discount Yeah, tire he was working co. there. He went yeah. and picked up a shift. Yeah. That's how you get Aaron's done. Bet his wife was all pissed. You better get some goddamn new tires on that van, Patterson. <laughs> and pick up some goddamn eggs on your way home for saving this family from the cartel. <laughs> also, a discount counter tire shop is a place that when the cops pull up, I but bet everyone in there thought they were there for them. Yeah, everyone's hand. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. 100%. Oh, it's not me? All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I just had my hands up. I'll get back to putting these rims on this <laughs> Civic. <laughs> Patterson's black airsoft pellet gun that was on him for most of the robberies was found in his vehicle. He also told the police he bought a 22 caliber Ruger handgun while in Phoenix that he used committing the final bank robbery on March 2nd. Police found the gun in his vehicle. Don't admit to having a real gun. So if you have a fake gun, if you brandish a fake gun, is it a different charge? Because there's still the intention of wanting someone to fear for their life that it's a real gun. You know what I mean? Like, there's the intention behind your... That's a good question. That's my question because, it's like, I understand, like... Because if you fall fast and go, I have a knife in my pocket, and mm. like you're gonna be scared if I if I have a knife, but if I don't brandish, I don't know. That's weird. I need to be a lawyer. I think it should. <laughs> I think it shouldn't be. Mm? I think it should. I don't know, but I think it should be different. If you just trick someone into thinking you had a gun, you weren't ever gonna actually kill them. And like if he read the whole time, if he like if he's like banana gunning every the whole time, if he yeah. got away with six bank robberies yeah. with a banana, banana. He's good. Yeah. According to the criminal complaint, Patterson admitted to investigators that he robbed the six banks as well as two in Nevada. Patterson also told investigators that he owed money to a Mexican cartel and that he robbed to pay the, off his debts. The complaint says Patterson told investigators he would then send some of the money to Mexico and then use the rest to live and buy drugs. So this is just meth head shit. And as you can think of... Um, what if the meth causes him to 51st dates? Like, keeps losing the memory, he thinks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. And he passes out every day you think you have to rob the bank for your uh, family, for the yeah. cartel. Yeah. So this is my question. What's safer, prison or owing money to a cartel? Uh, do you still owe money while in prison? Or are you just in prison? You're organic? just in prison. So right now you get to choose. You owe a cartel. You owe the... How much money? Cartel, Jalisco, new generation, a million dollars. Oh, prison. Yeah. But it's guessing that they can't get you in prison. You'd rather go to prison? Yeah, I'd rather go to prison. But like, that's what I'm saying. If I, am I in prison for some different shit? Or am I in prison owing the New Mexico cartel? No. Oh, then in yeah, prison. Yeah. I just joined the New Mexico cartel. In the prison. In the prison. <laughs> go yeah. catch guys who yeah. rob banks for them. All right, that's but one. Wait, what would you do? I think I could get away from the cartel. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You're going to end up in a YouTube video with your chest split open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're eating my heart. Yeah, I think I could do it. I would go somewhere. Would be hard, though, you know? Like, right now, if we were just, we had to just escape. 
You wouldn't trust any Mexican ever in your no. whole life. You'd assume like the little well, nothing abuelita. changed. <laughs> uh, hey, how we doing out here? The little abuelita. You like get the yeah. fuck away from me. <laughs> this bitch has a blade on her. What do you mean chiclet chiclets? She works for the fucking Juarez Cartel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's another bank robber in Phoenix. And guess what we got up next? Coming hot, real hot. An 84-year-old gets 21 years in prison for. Let's guess it, folks. Say it with me. Arizona bank robbery. This 84-year-old. I mean, if he got, a, I mean, let him keep it. If he got out mm-hmm. of the bank, as if he can get out of the bank without breaking his, bank. yeah, it was a slow speed walk to his car. <laughs> so this is him. If he robs a bank and leaves, you let him keep the money. Yeah. What I, the fuck? It's like, how would you describe Robert Francis Krebs? That's his name. Anybody, a child could have pushed him over. Yeah. A breeze. I would describe him as yelling at SpongeBob to keep his music down. <laughs> That's great. He's definitely got like a mastermind Squidward kind of thing here. He's all head. Yeah, he is all head. Jeez, he looks like a, oh my God. He's awful. Was he just in a normal, in a blanket? That's terrible. He's just in a hospital blanket. That's his mugshot? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Was he nude? What the fuck? He's so old, he has to have a blanket in his mugshot. He's like, you know, this is my bank robbing blanket. <laughs> Put it over me when I rob a bank. My wife crocheted it before she died. Oh, my God. Robert Francis Krebs, who had a decade-long criminal record for stealing from banks, appears in a January 2018 police photo. The 84-year-old was sentenced to more than 21 years in prison on Tuesday for federal bank robbery conviction in the January 28th holdup of a credit union in Tucson. This article came out almost about a year ago. Okay. Phoenix, Arizona. An 84-year-old man who spent most of his adult life behind bars for robbing banks was sentenced Tuesday to more than 21 years in prison for carrying oh. out an armed heist at an Arizona credit union. It's all he knows how to do. That's not fair. Yeah, this is actually pretty sad. Authorities say Robert Krebs carried out a January 2018 holdup in Tucson about seven months after he was released from prison as he was struggling to adjust to life on the outside. His attorney said Krebs wanted to go back to prison. Krebs' bank heist note was like, I don't owe money to the cartel. I just want to go back to prison. I'll be at the discount tire place eating a sandwich if the cops <laughs> want to find me. Please tell SpongeBob to keep his music down. <laughs> Krebs, who was in a wheelchair and had difficulty hearing during sentencing, desi- declined to answer a judge's question about whether he accepted responsibility for his actions. Aww. U.S. District Judge Jennifer Zip said Krebs didn't appear to be remorseful and has done damage to society and caused other people to be fearful. This is the same type of conduct that he's been involved in his whole life, said Zips. Krebs attorney Aaron Carrillo said her client committed the Tucson robbery to return to prison because he didn't feel like he fit into society after spending decades in prison to get out of the freedom business and go back into the penitentiary. That's what he told me, Carrillo said. Get out of the freedom business. That's a fucking cold sentence. If I were the judge, I'd be like, nah, you're never going back to prison. (laughs) The world is your prison now, bitch. Your prison is to sit out outside. You're going to serve the rest of your 15 days of life Mm -hmm. outdoors. (laughs) You're going to be a Walmart greeter for the next uh, seven to three days. You're an outdoor cat. You got to make small talk with Filipinos (laughs) now and shit. (laughs) Sorry, bud. (laughs) Krebs served more than 30 years for 1981 bank robbery in Florida and was sentenced to three years in prison after a 1966 conviction conviction in Chicago for embezzling $72,000 from a bank he worked at a teller. Now that is some money. That, you know, if that's $72,000 in 1966... What is that? Five million dollars? I don't know math. Keep talking for a second. <laughs> I'll find it out. Here's the thing. I don't know what. 
the expectations. Did all he talk about was robbing banks on the inside? Like there wasn't like he didn't sneak in a phone. He's just like he still got the mentality of 1972. <laughs> now, you don't got an AM radio. Whoa. What? It's about 10 times the amount of money. So it'd be $720,000. That's my that's what I'm talking about. That's what dude. we said we'd rob a bank for. Yeah, so he got it. But then he went to jail. You know, he went to jail and then he's just hardwired in jail and now he can't handle Pick when somebody, you know, somebody's like, "Oh, take a Uber." What the what's an Uber? <laughs> you know, he's upset. <laughs> he's just stuck. He said, "Where are the cabs go? What happened to the cabs?" <laughs> he also served an additional 17 years. For the theft and arborette robbery convictions from Arizona dating back to 1980. Like, what happened to three strikes? This motherfucker out here robbing everyone all over the goddamn country. I mean, three strikes for, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's three felonies <laughs> motherfucker got. But it feels like Arizona is a different type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, yeah, what happened to three strikes? Arizona's pretty bad on... Yeah. On crime, from what I mean, like yeah, from what I understand, powerful on crime. Was yeah. that the whole time? Has it always been like bad on crime, or is the seventies you just do what you want? It's like the Wild West. Also, imagine doing served thirty years for any wrong. I mean, the man served almost thirty years from sixty six to the nineties, and then got out and robbed another bank. No, it's not just robbed another bank. It's just because what else does he gonna do? What else does he know? But it's like do lawns. Mow lawns. Do something, bro. He's like, I would rather be dead than yeah. rob a bank. <laughs> yeah, it's just he likes though. I mean, it probably would be pretty fun if he got away with it a few times. In Someone tells you to stop doing stand-up right now. How to go to jail? I would stop it. Would you really? Mm-hmm. Or I'd start doing those like TikTok videos when I'm behind just a wall in my room. <laughs> and I add laughter to him. Very sad, sick stuff. Yeah, you'll stop doing it, and then you'll end up doing stand-up again. Like, You're going to jail! Yeah, I was like, stand-up stand up without an audience, or is it just a podcast? <laughs> you tell me, FBI. In the Florida robbery, the branch manager and teller tripped a silent alarm and were later put in the, in the bank vault. Krebs, who was arrested as he walked into the bank's parking lot, was disguised in a wig, had cotton balls in his cheeks, and varnished his fingertips to leave no fingerprints, according to the news by the Orlando Sentinel. Why did he put cotton balls in his cheek? Yeah, it just sounds like the saddest Mission Impossible movie ever. Money in the bag. <laughs> you gotta say, you gotta say the money in the bag. Sir, did you just go to the dentist before you came in here? God damn it, money in the bag. He's all pissed. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna distort your appearance, Krebs style? Me? Uh, I mean, mask. Mask. mask? Yeah, uh, it's the easiest one. Yeah, it's the easiest one. Like, like a crazy mask. Like, uh, like what's that movie with? Uh, Keanu Reeves, and they're wearing the yeah. president masks. I forget that one. Point Break. Point Break. That's I would a good wear one. the old school Point Break. I would wear like a Nixon mask. Yeah. That's fun. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Me, I would do a pumpkin on my head. Just really like. Fresh? Yeah, fresh pumpkin with the eyes cut out. Very like Sleepy Hollow. Mm -hmm. Or full black Sambo face. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, who robbed you, ma'am? Well, he was tap dancing and said Mista a lot. <laughs> you rub a bag in blackface? <laughs> I mean, here, the one time to do blackface is when yeah, you go rob a bank. bank. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? The one time it's acceptable. They're like, all right. Uh, Krebs told investigators he didn't wear a disguise in the 2018 Tucson robbery because he wanted to get caught and return to prison. Documents say he also told authorities he committed the robbery because the monthly $800 Social Security payment wasn't enough to live on and that the months before the robbery, 
were the worst in his life. 800 bucks, though? I feel like that's not good, but you could... It's got to be better in prison. 800 bucks a month? Yeah. You could definitely... You could definitely... You can live off of 800 bucks a month. It's like... It's a lot of... Not doing much. Yeah. Doing a bunch of shit for free. Eating yeah. a lot of rice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's... You're not eating fresh vegetables ever. But, you know, you're getting it. Okay, here we go. How poor would you have to be that you'd rather be in prison? I don't think... I think... I would always just... I'd rather be a hobo than in prison. Yeah, because at least you're still free. Yeah, I'd rather be, like, doing heroin in, like, Venice than, like, in fucking prison. Yeah, dude, fucking letting that junk take over as you're sleeping on the sand. I'm 81. 800 bucks of heroin a month? That's what, $10 a bag? You could probably do it a little while. I'd way rather do that than in prison. Just die with heroin on the beach? That's a fucking plan. This guy's going back to prison. Though it is federal prison, so I guess it's a little better. It's a Venice Viking death. Yeah. Dying from a heroin overdose on the beach. It's a Venice You're Viking You're going to find death. me dead, buried in the sand up around my head with like the fake like I find you like tits. that, bro. I put you in a boat. I l- let the Pacific Ocean take you. And then I shoot an arrow that sets your boat on fire. <laughs> Prosecutors said Krebs decided the credit union was an easy target because there was no glass separating the customers and tellers and that he picked a leading institution near a mall where it'd be harder for police to find him. Authorities said Krebs walked into a Pyramid Federal Credit Union branch on two songs the northern edge, put a handgun that turned out to be a BB gun on the counter, and demanded cash. Authorities say he walked away with nearly $8,400 and later told investigators he almost got struck by a vehicle while crossing a roadway. He was arrested at a hotel. He's like, we need to put a stoplight here, okay? <laughs> this is unacceptable. The real crime was that there's not a stop sign out in front of... Uh... We go to city council. I'm saying we can... <laughs> Just pitch it. Yo, stop worrying about me. What we need to be thinking about. <laughs> bank robbery experts say it's unusual for older people to hold up lending institutions. Typically, typically bank robbers are in their early 20s. Really? Yeah. I've, I was, for my head, a bank robber's always like 40 years old. Yeah, there's like, there's a couple young guys, but the main guy's older. He's been doing it a long time. And he's also Al Pacino. That's the way. <laughs> yeah. Every single bank robber is Al Pacino. Al Pacino or Robert De Niro. That's the only two bank robbers there are in the world. John L. Hunter Red Roundtree, who has been dubbed America's oldest bank robber, was convicted of committing two robberies in his mid-80s and was 91 at the time of his last heist in the early 2000s. He robbed banks in Mississippi, Florida, and Texas. Roundtree died in prison in 92. I mean, he died doing what he loved. Yeah. Robbing banks and getting caught for robbing banks. (laughs) (laughs) Did what he died doing what he loved, getting caught for robbing banks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a way to go, dude. Like, you, you're telling me, if I if I were to have a resurgence in my life as a bank robber, I'd do it in my 80s and 90s. Yeah, I'd be smoking meth and doing fentanyl. Yeah, having fun. Just running pretzel to the fucking metal. It's like, bro, I hope we get to learn a little bit more about Roundtree. Psych, bitch, he's next. Robber 91 admits to third bank robbery. What the fuck? A 91-year-old man has admitted to stealing... Just under $2,000, $1,999 from a bank in Texas, his third robbery in five years. J.L. Hunter Red Roundtree faces a maximum 20-year sentence as convicted of robbing the Texan bank on 12th of August of last year. He prob- Is there a reason why he said that? Because it's like if you hit 2000 is there more to your sentence or something? I just think he's so old he thinks $2,000 is still like... A lot of money, you know. <laughs> like back when I was a kid, I could have bought the whole Hershey's factory for two thousand. <laughs> and now it's like one car payment. Okay, here he is right here. We're looking at him. How would you describe 
Red Roundtree. Um. Oh man, he kind of looks like Walter White. Yes, he's got some Walter Funny, White Endgame vibes. War, endga- yeah, yeah, he definitely has a Walter White vibe. Uh, I definitely beat beat upable. I, yes. <laughs> I don't know what he's holding it up, but like he's I don't know. He I was like, you don't have the strength to hold up that gun, man. Yeah, it's actually gonna be funny when we hear about that. He's <laughs> it's actually this guy's pretty wild. Is he in a hospital gown? Yeah, or just like clothes that he used to fit into. <laughs> like, this used to be a polo V-neck when I was a kid. Um, I would describe him. He's got very strong red foreman vibes. He does. Like he's about to tell someone he's gonna put their foot in their ass. <laughs> Where's Kelso? <laughs> When asked how he pleaded, Mr. Roundtree initially responded to not guilty, but then he's changed his reply to guilty. A sentence state has not been set. Mr. Roundtree is said to have is said to have carried out three bank robberies since 1999, eight as a revenge after he was made bankrupt. Oh, I like this one. He's coming for the banks after he made a bunch of terrible financial decisions and is now bankrupt. It'd be better if he was like the banks killed my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I like how during the sentencing they don't they don't bring up the fact that he was like abruptly aw- awakened from a nap. Like, how do you plea? <laughs> Where's my soup? <laughs> oh yes, uh, guilty, not guilty. What do I have to do? Where's my nurse? More fentanyl. <laughs> this is his envelope message. The defendant looked frail and was leaning on a walking stick in the courtroom. Report said, but the court heard how he walked into the first American bank in Abilene and handed the cashier an envelope that said robbery written on it in red ink he gave her a second envelope and told her to put the money inside (laughs) the cashier reportedly twice asked the 91 year old are you joking oof not a good start to a bank robbery yeah i would assume it's a prank yeah there's no way that of course it's a prank i would assume i'm getting punked yep or it was uh, Johnny Knoxville in old guy suit. You know what I mean? Like just bad mm, grandpa. What's happening? Yeah. Here? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Imagine you're just working, and all of a sudden you got Elmer Fudd coming up trying to catch a <laughs> wascally wabbit and steal your <laughs> and steal your money. Oh man, would you would you give him the money? Yeah, I'm all for if I'm working at an institution, I will not be protect, protecting it at any way. A big also, corporate institution yeah. like banks and stuff. That but also, sense. banks are like they got crazy insurance. It's gonna be fine. I feel like they're like Steve. You didn't even try. Yeah, you just gave him ten thousand dollars. But yeah, man, he yeah. asked for it. He didn't have much time left. Dog, he's ninety-one years old. <laughs> Try to get him out of here as quick as he could. You hand the cashier a note that says robbery. What's the worst thing they could say back to you? Just like the guy said, is this a joke? Yeah, that's one of the worst things to say. Uh, no would be hilarious. <laughs> nah, <laughs> just a straight up. like, nah, get Next. Out of here. <laughs> they don't even like you're not there. Like you're a ghost. Sir, if you don't have an account here, next. <laughs> <laughs> sir, your dick's popping out of your robe right now. Um, <laughs> sir, this is a Popeyes. We don't have that much money. Are, are you handing me a, a, a I have a crush on you note? <laughs> get out of here. Is this a prescription? <laughs> but it is claimed he told her, hurry up or you will get hurt. A member of the staff and some customers wrote down Roundtree's resigna- registration number as he left the car park and he was stopped 20 miles from the town. So he got caught pretty quick. Oh, yeah, because he was going 45 in a 65. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a CHP. Flag him down. With him his up. blinker on in the fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be hella slow for people to take your registration, too. <laughs> he ain't limber like those six flags dancing old dudes. They're Remember like, that guy? How long did it take you guys? He took him 12 minutes to get from the bank to the fucking car. <laughs> he had to get back on his rascal scooter. <laughs> and then he just took off. 
The authorities say Roundtree's previous encounters with the law started in 1998, a week before his 87th birth. This motherfucker was 87 in 1998. He was arrested in Biloxi, Mississippi, soon after robbing a bank. He was given... Let's hear it, folks. Let's see. In your mind right now, guess how much time this man robbing banks at 87 in Biloxi, Mississippi got. The answer is he was given three years probation and a $260 fine and told to leave Mississippi. That's the most insulting thing. That's like Grandpa Stop. It <laughs> <laughs> 100% is like, dude, just, just go away and just please stop doing this. Imagine that's going to hurt your ego. Oh, man, I want to put his brain in a new body so that way the spirit matches. Yeah, the, the yeah he needs like a giant like steel like body like uh, alien two or three, whatever the when she won there. Jesus. I mean, would you I mean, I'd rob banks if that's all the punishment was. If it's just a slap on the hand. Yeah. But a slap on the hand is pretty bad for old people. These bruise, <laughs> they get sick. His <laughs> varicose veins are all yeah, popping out. No, yeah, I'd do it every time. I'd be like, if you guys are doing it, just telling me to, I just go to North Dakota, yeah. try to rob there. And then, like, they give me the same thing. I can't go back to North Dakota. I'd do it all 50 states. Just end, out, up, end up in Alaska. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing else I can do. I also love that it was a $260 fine, which is, like, less than an overdraft fee at my ATM. Yeah. He's like, do you know, I only make $800 a month. You're already taking this away. This 260s. Big debt. <laughs> So, in Oct October 1999, he was arrested outside a nation's bank in Pensacola, Florida, after handing a cashier a piece of paper with robbery written on it and telling her, give me the hundreds. Switched it up. Yeah. Switched it up, the second yeah. part. You gotta get better, you know? You uh -huh. just gotta get better at your art form. He was given a three-year prison sentence after being convicted of bank robbery. This is crazy. It might be like the Ocean's Eleven. It should just be, like, done at a hospice. <laughs> like your whole crew is like a dude on a ventilator, yeah, and a guy coming down over fun oceans of pool eleven, <laughs> <laughs> kitty pool eleven, kitty pool eleven, man. He's just in there for blood circulation in his legs. He's just got to get kicking. <laughs> <laughs> The Lubbock Avalanche Journal said that during a 2001 prison interview with the Orlando Sentinel, Mr. Roundtree said he robbed banks for money and revenge because a bank in Corpus Christi allegedly forced him into bankruptcy. He is said to have once been a successful businessman who made his fortune in Houston by building Roundtree Machinery Company. Definitely sounds like a Clint Eastern, Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, because I don't understand like, revenge. It's like your version of revenge is you looking pathetic. Yeah. That's fucking It is sad. embarrassing. That's over and over again, man. embarrassing. Here's a question. What crime would you be surprised someone over 80 committed? Uh, like, uh, I guess, like, uh, beating someone to death. Like, if I heard an 80-year-old man beat someone to death, yeah. I would be super surprised by yeah, that. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Was it beat someone or accidentally rolled over them in a Walmart parking lot? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What crimes do you think... People over 80 get away with on a regular basis. Stealing. Stealing, yeah. Stealing. I've seen, I think, I think I've seen people, it's like people get caught and it's like, nah, get out of here. Like at Ross, like an yeah. old, uh, no, he wasn't Russian, but definitely Armenian lady. And she played the whole like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you definitely got to have an accent and then say you don't speak English. Yeah, and then be confused. Yeah. Like you don't know what happened. Yeah, I didn't know you weren't able to put things under your dress. <laughs> I thought at this Michaels I could just shove things in my tits. <laughs> what about you? What do you think? Bank robbery is pretty high, you know, because you think you think nimble when I think of a bank robber. 
But just anybody could rob a bank. Mm. Just anybody could. Just all you need a note, just have a apparently. note and courage. Yep. All right, let's do two more. All right. Former California Correctional Officer pleads guilty to civil rights violations for assaults on inmates and cover-up inside of CSP Sacramento. Hey, 916. 916, coming there. with 9-inch dicks, baby. We out here. Arturo Pacheco. I think that's right. P-A-C-H-E-C-O. Pacheco. Pacheco, 40 of Elk Grove. What, what? Pleaded guilty today to criminal rights violations for the on-duty assault of two inmates entrusted to his care and to submitting false reports about the incidents in an attempt to cover them up. According to the documents, Pacheo was a correctional officer at California State Prison, Sacramento, CSP Sacramento. This is fulsome from what I understand. Yeah. On Sacramento 15, 2016, while escorting an inmate, Pacheo grabbed the legs of an inmate, pulled the legs from under him. Okay, not so bad too more far. Not so bad. The inmate, whose hands were handcuffed behind his back, fell forward onto the concrete floor. This is where it gets rough. Breaking his jaw, several teeth, and suffering other injuries. I th still think he could have got away with this. But that inmate was transported to UC Davis Medical Center where he received treatment for his injury injuries. Approximately two days later, the inmate suffered a pulmonary embolism and died. Whoa. While the inmate was receiving treatment, <coughs> Pacheco, a sergeant, and other correctional officers began falsifying reports to cover up the instrument. I mean, it's fucked up, but it doesn't surprise me. No. No. Because I'm I'm guessing when you're in a prison, it feels like a little uh, country, you know? Like the rules of the outside world don't apply. You're kind of this, like, overseer where you feel like you could do anything you want. I'm thinking any prison in a Johnny Cash song, too. You know what I mean? Like... Folsom Prison doesn't have a very good reputation no. of good guys being in there. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to justify that this uh, CO had the right to do this this way. I, I have no idea what happened. I wasn't there. But at the same time, my mom worked at a prison. She worked the medical records in, uh, it used to be Tracy. Tracy, they don't have a prison there anymore. But she, she was like, I was, I, I like, I would listen to some of the psychologists there. And then some of these COs, he was like, some of these COs belong on the other prison. side, yeah. Like on the other side. It's like, it's just like these, a lot of these psych evaluations are like, there's a reason why they're CEOs and not like cops. Yeah. Because kind of, uh, they have the mentality of doing exactly this. Bad, yeah, bad yeah. shit. Yeah. So what kind of car, prison guard would you be? This. This way. I would break, <laughs> I would break jaws 100% and cover it up. I'm just being honest right now. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. And I would have, like, I'd want them to know. I'd break it and I'd like, look, I'll, this is what I did to your friend mm -hmm. and I'll do to you. And just hope. I'd get mine though. You know, it'd be like a riot. And get killed in prison. Yeah, so that's my. I gotta. I'm not gonna tell where he's at, what prison. I've really, really been trying to get him on the podcast. Mm. But he is. He works out probably the worst prison in California. Mm -hmm. And he, the vibe there is that you treat everyone with respect. Okay. Because they got the Ayala boy, Ayala brothers, who are like the top guys in the Mexican mafia. Okay. They got all the guys. This is the prison where like everyone's by themselves. Yeah. And he goes, "You just kind of, you know, who's actually there? Hmm. Scott Peterson." Oh shit! And my buddy's like, Scott Peterson gets more pussy picks and tit picks than any human being you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. I mean, he murdered his wife and shit. Apparently not, actually. If you read the stuff. Yeah, There's read a big the documentary stuff. about it. Yeah, I've seen it. a few of them There's now. There's a big documentary Kind of seems it. like he didn't do it. Hmm. Following the death of the inmate, investigators uncovered a second incident involving, involving Pacheco. In that incident, on May 19, 2016, Pacheco had unprovoked 
discharged a canister Jesus. of pepper spray at a short range into the eyes of an inmate who was inside of a prison cell. Whoa. I wouldn't do that shit. That's crazy. That's, I'd rather break my fucking jaw than get, you're in a box and someone does a canister of pepper spray. This guy's not great. Yeah, this guy fucking sucks. Pacheco falsified his report in, in that case to make it appear as though his actions were justified in order to save the life of the inmate. What the fuck? <laughs> I had to help him. He needed. He's trying to kill himself, so I loaded him up with bear mace and watched yeah. him squirm on the ground. I gave him spicy eyes so he don't <laughs> kill himself. I was like, trying to play it down, <laughs> the spicy eyes. In reality, the inmate was fully complying with commands, and any use of force at that time was unlawful. Sprayed pepper spray to save the life of an inmate. That's fucking hilarious. What, I don't. Huh. What would you say you were going to use as an excuse when you were a CO and pepper sprayed an inmate in the cell for no reason? Uh, I would make up some bullshit about fearing for my life. Yeah, that's a bit. It's like the you could easily open the cell, and if a guy's killing himself, like. It's already a conscious decision that he's making, mm. so I would do everything in the book of trying to get him away from that. Like, but if I, pepper, that's just so stupid. I mean, fearing for life is a good one. We saw the guy who had was scared about the Mexican cartel and he was robbing banks. Use the fear for life. Yeah, that's a great one. Me, I would go. He wanted some hot sauce for his morning gruel. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, spray a little bit right here. Spray <laughs> anyway, I can't. I can't eat no more of this flour water. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, we're actually going to go a little bit more into this. And outlining the factual basis to his plea agreement, Pacheco sent text messages to a friend after the May 26th indictment incident, commenting how funny the incident was, and it's all about how you write your report. Plus, your partners have your back. As Pacheco said, blood, broken glass, and just you and your partners. Green light. Wait, man, this is why Instagram, like, dark mode, the disappear mode, like, <laughs> you know what You mean? gotta talk this on Signal. You yeah, gotta use you the gotta Signal app. Signal. This is a Signal conversation. You're out here, what are you using, Facebook Messenger? Is this shit very traceable? What are you doing? Pacheco deprived inmates of their civil rights, abusing his position of authority as a correctional officer to harm them, said U.S. Attorney Talbert. While Pacheco thought a green wall or a code of silence would protect him, he was wrong. His crimes have come to light, and today he has admitted to his assaults and cover-up. Those who violate the public's trust by harming inmates under the color of the law or by covering up wrongdoing must and will be held accountable. That was the U.S. attorney. I mean, as they should. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Regardless of whether you do crimes or whether you don't do crimes, it's like, you know, if you get caught, it is those, I mean, that's what it is. It sucks. And, and it's also, if, if he keeps talking about how, like, there's a green wall and everyone said it's okay— you think he's lying, or I think it's a culture of what's happening there, and he's just a guy who got... I think... I don't know if he's lying or not. I'm not trying to deny the green wall, but I don't know. What do you think? I think he was probably, like, one of the worst guys, but I bet you there's kind of a... It was probably, like, a worst guy thing where it's like, you know, something's going on. They're like, oh, just throw Pacheco at the guy. You know, I he got was, you. I got you. He there's was like, like the, dog, the, the pit bull or something that... Yeah. Hey, man, Pacheco's going to come and fuck with you. The FBI is deeply committed to protecting the rights of all Americans and those that do not stop behind the walls of our prison, acting special agent in charge, Dennis Querton. Today, guilty plea is the result of an intensive investigation conducted by the FBI and our partners at the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation and the United States Attorney's Office. 
Corruption and civil rights violations within our prisons are some of the most difficult to detect and investigate. And we encourage anyone who has a knowledge of similar crimes to reach out to any FBI field office or submission information to tips.fbi.gov. I will never go to that website. Yeah, no, that just sounds like they're flagging you for some shit. Yeah, no thanks. Saul, would you rather be in solitary confinement or even like a kind of a Pelican Bay thing where you're by yourself, but, you know, every day you get your hour of day. It's not like a hole in the ground. Where you get your exercise and stuff, or be in general population? Probably the uh, gen pop. No, yeah, you would I'd be in gen be, pop. I'd, I'd rather myself. be by myself. I mean, you'd be this weird mental hermit. Yeah, but no butt fucking. No but <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I got these. I got these hips. I don't like for that aren't good for prison. I got these non-prison hips that I don't need to be. My butthole lust- ain't for prison. My hips, <laughs> my hips are very elastic. They can go anywhere. Yeah, but you don't got a lusted after body. You know, you don't have a Lizzo type experience. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to. You're someone's fetish for sure. <laughs> yeah, You're no, definitely I'm good, man. Pacheco remains out of custody pending sentencing. Fellow former California State Prison Sacramento Corrections Officer Ashley M. Ulrich, charged separately, is pending sentencing as well. Pacheco's sentence is uh, scheduled to be a sentence by the U.S. District Judge William B. Shubb on October 17, 2022. Pacheco faces a maximum statutory penalty of 20 years in prison, that's maximum, of each of the false reporting counts and 10 years in prison of each of the assault accounts and a $250,000 fine per account. The actual sentence, however, will be determined at a discretion of the court after a consideration of any applicable statutory factors in the federal sentencing guidelines, which take into account a number of variables. So that's Pacheco right there. I feel like we know that guy. Yeah. We've seen that guy. We've seen that. We're, like, this is very, this is the most Sacramento looking guy I've ever seen. Yeah. This is a very Valley boy. <laughs> yeah. It's a Valley boy. And I think at the end of this, it says that he. I have no sympathy for like, you know, like when a, a cop is corrupt and like people trying to like, uh, or like a, cor- a corrections officer is corrupt and then like their boys backing them up, you know, just because there's like this code or whatever. Fuck that code. It's like if they fucked up, they fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I. This is just me coming from an outside perspective. I don't know anything about cops or like COs, and I understand that that they have to like back their boys up, but it's like, fuck you. <laughs> it's kind of like a gang shit, you know. It's it is like gang here, shit. it's like it's like the door guys. If one chill- guy's selling booths, are you gonna be the guy who was like Stephen Garza? But there's and he big- never sold a booth and he was didn't help anybody. But there's a big difference in like that versus that's harmless. That's harmless versus like you breaking some dude's jaw. We're not how breaking jaws, you know. Yeah. But I get what yeah I get what you mean. I guess my I don't like it. I guess it's just me not 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 being the best with cops. You know, like yeah, cops. I mean, it, yeah, it's not great. That's our podcast. So we'll yeah. tell everybody where we can find you at, at Saul Comedy on Instagram, SaulComedy.com. We also got a show on Punching Up. Me and Stevie Boy here. It's at Punching Up Show on Instagram. That's where you can find me. Yep. All right, buddy. Love you. Thanks for doing the show. Shout out Tony Gidley. Shout out John Sosa. Shout out Comedy Store Records. Shout out Doctor Joe Hofswell. Shout out to all of you. Hopefully you guys like this. I'll put up a little quiz on um, Spotify. You guys tell me if you like the new little vibes we're getting. We're still going to do a deep dive into random criminals and stuff like that. But it's just going to go a little slower. Because honestly, we went through a lot of the big guys that are in trouble. And someone has to get in trouble before we find out about them. Other than that, guys, peace. See you on the other side. Bye. That was fun.
Yeah, it's not bad. 